two quarters down, two quarters to go. It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU held scoreless in the second quarter for the first time this season. Receives the football to begin quarter number three. Kicking off for Houston, Bubba Raxa from east to west, right to left. Not a lot of stadiums situated east-west. Most favor north-south. But they say the way that they configure this stadium makes the sun not too much of an issue. Wasn't much of an issue today. There was no sunshine to be had. It was a cold, windy, and rainy day. The skies did clear toward kickoff, but it was a, uh, it was a cool one here in Houston today. See if the Cougars can heat up on offense here in half number two. That kickoff is a low-line drive that skips on the turf through the end zone for a touchback. BYU out to the 25-yard line, first and 10. Well, the Cougars scored their second touchdown with five minutes to go in the opening quarter. That was a long, long time ago. They got close toward the end of half number one but missed on a fourth and one from the two. James Empey could not make it through the game uninjured. He was re-hurt and does not start half number two. Joe Tukawafu at center. Zach Wilson shotgun. He's got Tyler Algier a yard to his left. Zach takes a low snap, throws right side to Neil Pau. Pau's got a first down, or very near it, at the near sideline, the right sideline. Give him nine, or will they say move it? They're spotting the ball very close to the line to gain. Yeah, go ahead and move the stain, move the chains. So it's chain mover for BYU. They start the second half with a first down throw to Neil Pau. That's simple, Neil's second catch for 19 yards. Excuse me, Greg. Just a simple five yard out, but because the we talked about them committing so many players to the box, the outside linebacker who had man coverage on Neil Pau was so out leveraged, it was a 10 yard gain. BYU's got to find more of those type of completions. And off to Tyler. Running off tackle left. He's strung out. Can he turn the corner? He does for just a couple is all. Just too much ground to cover before he could get north and south. Donovan Mutin, the tackle of Algier after a gain of three to the far boundary. So the 38-yard line of the spot. BYU first down and 10. I was listening to uh, an interview of an NFL head coach this last week, and they talked about the running game. You need to get running backs and alignment in rhythm in the run game as much as you do a quarterback in the pass game. Hopefully that's part of the game plan here in the second half. Chest high snap to Wilson. He throws behind Mill. Nice one-handed grab by Dax. They're yanking at the ball. And Dax needing seven, got six. Third down and one. That could have been a strip. They were going hard for the ball on the Milne catch. He caught it one hand and tucked it one hand. Now, you say he threw it behind him. It was a good throw behind. It was a mesh route, and Zach, or Zach threw it behind him so that he didn't run into the fender and get clobbered. Uh, but, no, great catch there, and you're right. He did a good job securing the ball as the Houston defenders were going after it. This feels like a big third down. Third down and one on your own side of the field with momentum having been lost. Sneak by Zach Wilson, and nice second effort. Oh, oh, they forced him back. I thought he had it on the second effort, but they say no gain after all of that. Holy cow. He was driven back, but I thought progress had gone farther than where they marked it. But either way, they needed one and didn't get it. I uh, Greg, I'm sitting here baffled. It did not look like he disengaged. He His forward progress crossed the line, and the only way you could have gone back, I literally watched the ref on the other side of the play 
he was past the line to gain and stepped backwards. Interesting, interesting move. Well, this is also interesting. A fourth down, go for it on your own 44-yard line. High backs, Wake, and Algier. Zach's under center. The low deception quasi-give, the downfield pass, and it's incomplete for Gunnar Romney. He couldn't call it in, but it's pass interference, and BYU will get the first down on the flag. Gunnar was looking back for the ball, and the coverage was too aggressive, and BYU moved the chains on a pass interference. Pass interference. Defense number six. 15-yard penalty. Automatic first down. To Marion Williams, it's the same play on which they threw to Matt Bushman last year for a touchdown against Boise State, where you throw that, where you hold the ball low between your ankles, then pull it up, and he threw downfield for Gunner, and Gunner was contacted before the ball got to him. That said, he almost hauled it in. So both teams make adjustments, but the refs also make adjustments. They go in and they talk about how the first half went. Demarion Williams, who was in coverage, has been all over Gunnar Romney and not always with clean defense. I'm glad to see the flag come out early. Hopefully that's a trend that continues. Can the Cougars take advantage of that call? Trips left as Zach takes a five-step drop, throws to Milne on the boundary, and he's run out of bounds by Grant Stewart for a short gain, and a really short gain, only a yard to the 40-yard line. So second and nine for BYU. Grant Stewart is a player, not to spend too much time talking about the opponent, but he's a player that stood out to me in the Tulane game of making big plays. He was the one that got Mason, that stuffed Mason Wake on the fourth and goal. He's a player that flies around, uh, a, a, a captain on this Houston Cougar defense. Zach to shotgun on second and nine from the Houston 40. 12.01 to go and false start, BYU. Yep. False start. Offense number 67, five-yard penalty, still second down. First down run gets you a yard, first down pass gets you a yard, and then false start on second down, you're off schedule to second and 14. 45-yard line of Houston, BYU trailing it by six now, 20-14. to 14. One touchdown, could put the Cougars in blue back in front. Zach sets up five yards back of the ball. Chest high snap, quarterback draw. He's got some room to run. Runs through tackles to the 40, but only got five of them back. It'll be third down and nine for BYU. He's still BYU's rushing leader with 31 yards. I like the draw play for two reasons. One, it is another, it's a designed rush. So, again, we talked about getting the offensive line, getting some rhythm and pace to the run game. And the second reason why I like it is it's something else for this defensive front to think about. They've been able to pin their ears back and rush the passer free of any kind of uh, uh, distraction. And uh, a QB draw obviously detracts from that. Third down nine, ball between the hash marks. Be a long field goal from here if they get nothing. Houston jumped on the right side. Flags fly. And was it a false start? Because normally free play will let you go on the offside. But will they say unabated to the quarterback? Or will they say false start? It looked unabated to me, Greg. False start. Offense number 71. Five-yard penalty. Still third down. So left tackle and right tackle false starts on this drive. And BYU's at a third down and 14. And out of scoring territory at the 46-yard line of Houston. 
See if they can get back into scoring territory. Maybe give Jake Oldward a shot with his leg. Of course, you'd prefer to get the whole 15 here, but... Yeah, they they have not attacked the middle of the field. They've been trying to go to outside one-on-ones. I'd like to see uh, Houston's in tight man coverage here. Interesting to see how they attack it. Twins left and right. They screen Algier, who steps out of one tackle to the 45, the 40, down the sideline, 30. Oh, my gosh, he's going to go. Tyler Algier takes it in for six, but a flag, and it's going to come back. Isaac Rex is hitting himself in the helmet, and if that's a hold on the edge or a block in the back, it's coming back after Algier takes it down the sideline for the score. So right after catching the ball, Tyler Algier had to make, we mentioned Grant Stewart a few plays ago, number zero was in the backfield again uh, around Tyler Algier's ankles. Illegal block in the back. Offense, 10-yard penalty, repeat third down. He was able to get out of the tackle, but it was so long developing that Rex lost his block, and when Algier got into the open field, he blocked the guy in the back. BYU had one penalty in the first half. Cougars have three on this drive. Third down. And very long, 19 for BYU. Wilson climbs the pocket, dumps it off to Katoa, 45-40, and that's going to be fourth and 10. And from the 41-yard line, BYU looks at either a 58-yard field goal or a punt and pin. Yes. And punt and pin will be the decision. Yeah, you got a punt and pin. I mean, I know... They were able to score a field goal with a minute left on the 99, but you got to play field, field position here. Kalani's last words before heading into the locker room where it's a long game and you got to give it time. This is the right play. Bryson Smith is back to return, or at least back in return position at the five-yard line. Rico awaits at the 45. Ooh, they skipped the snap to him and he gets it off. Under some duress, the wobbler and a... Fair catch called and made at the one? A or, did, or did it get to the end zone? No, they are marking that at the one. That was a gift by the Houston Pumper. Oh, my Turner. gosh. He called fair catch, right? Yes. At the, at the one. Yes. You let that thing drop and it's into the end zone. You're at the 20. So, Greg, what's interesting about that, a fair catch, he caught it at the one. And actually, he kind of, as he settled himself, stepped back into the end zone. Of course, where you fair catch is right. where it initially makes contact with your chest, which was outside of the end zone. Boy, that was a gift given, yes. a mental mistake. Hopefully the BYU defense can get aggressive and take advantage of it. We'll see if they do next. 9.53 to go in the third. BYU trails 20-14 to 14 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football is presented by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's largest top-rated local law firm, which can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Well, Bryson Smith had no business fair catching at the two-yard line, but he did. And they did spot it at the two, not the one. As a result, 98-yard field facing Houston. First of all, Marcus Jones is the original punt returner, and he had been returning punts tonight, but wasn't there. They put Bryson Smith in, but that may be the last time we see Bryson Smith returning punts because he fielded a punt at the two and Fair caught it there. So now Houston's got some work to do to get out of its own end zone. But, of course, last time they were in the same spot, it was an 11-yard run on first down, and they were off and running. In fact, literally running down the field to start a drive that ended in a field goal that capped the first half of play. Kyle Porter 
was that running back who ran out of the end zone for that big gainer, and he used the tail back to the left hip of Clayton Toon on first and ten from the Houston two-yard line. But Toon is in the back in the end zone, as is Porter. BYU shows four at the line. Cougars bring just the four as Porter goes middle, and the pile pushes all the way out to the five-yard line, giving the six, so a four-yard gain on first and ten. Yeah, at least there. So it was a four-down look with uh, two backers. The third backer was walked out uh, over the slot receiver, but then Troy Warner inverted down late, giving seven box defenders. I think they need to commit to that scheme. Knee-high snap to Toon. Toon slaps the ball, has the ball batted down by Zach Daw at the line of scrimmage. So the Cougars have an opportunity now to get the ball back on a short field and reassert a little bit of momentum in this football game. That's a big play by Daw. The bat down forces third and six, but they've got to hold on third down to get that short field and a chance to reassert themselves. 9.26 to play in the third. Houston's leading it by six, 20-14. Kyle Porter is in pistol formation as the trail back behind Toon. Now Porter vacates to empty. Toon, two yards deep in the end zone, throws down the near side, first down to the sideline. Catch made by Keith Corbin. Big gainer on third down and six. And the Cougars do not get the ball back on a short field. Toon just dropped it in. He's been excellent tonight. Excellent. Yeah, and it, probably the best part of that was identifying the mismatch. You have a slot receiver with a linebacker covering him, and once he shook him at the line of scrimmage, it was over. The linebacker was Fonua. First and ten Houston at the 26-yard line of UH. Toon has had no trouble picking out receivers tonight he's not been sacked he's not turned the ball over he fires high and that was almost the first turnover it sails through the hands of Zane Anderson Zane ran to the ball and it went through his hands over his head first of all good to see Zane back in the game hopefully you know his experience can can bring some much needed leadership to this defense and then second of all you know he did a good job breaking on the ball I think that ball was so high overthrown um, I don't think he even had a chance at it nor did the wide receiver so pistol with tune trailed by Porter on second and ten but a first down that gained nothing for Houston a waist high snap and a play action boot to the right side pressured is tune and he throws on the run for another first down Catch made at the 38-yard line. Cole McGowan with the reception for Houston. His first catch of the year. They go off schedule. They get right back on. Houston looking to the sideline on offense. Waiting for the signal with 8.15 to go in the third. Houston's taking control of this game. It's only a six-point lead. But BYU's offense... Has been missing for some time. Pressure finally to tune, and he goes down. The ball's loose. The ball is loose, and have the Cougars recovered it? The Cougars in blue, that is. The ball was stripped, and if the Cougars in blue have it, this thing flips in a hurry. Did Tune finally make a mistake that cost his team? He had massive turnovers last week. So the ball is loose and recovered by Houston. Kafusi had the strip. But UH on the recovery. A big loss on the play, though, to second down and 16 from the Houston 32. Finally a play made in the backfield. They hadn't gotten to tune all night. Yeah, and as you've mentioned, in fact, you just said before this last first down, they get off schedule and they get right back on. BYU needs a big play. This second down is even more important than that first down. Second and 16. Tune on the out to the near side, and that's interference on George Udo. It'll be a first down. 
George Udo did not find the ball. It was going to be incomplete, and Keith Corbin was run into by Udo at the sideline. It's a flag. It's a first down from second and 16 to first down for Houston. If George just saw the ball, he was going to be fine. That corner route has been giving BYU trouble all game long. But so the, the stem is the same. Pass interference. Defense number seven. Ball would be placed at the spot of the foul. Automatic first down. They've been they've executed the seam route so well that they have to these BYU defensive backs have to stay. They can't just play the outside corner route and try and take it away because they're getting beat on the seam. They have to give these wide receivers, or better better yet, these wide receivers have earned the right to a two-way go on this route, which has put them in a very tough situation. 7-17 to go in quarter number three. Houston 20 and BYU 14, and the Cougars in red getting big chunks on their own or on infractions. And BYU's been penalized four times in the quarter after one penalty in the first half. The ride and decide is blown up in the backfield, but Stevenson escapes the clutches of Kafusi, runs past Zach Dahl, the ball is loose, it's up in the air, the Hoosiers recovered it, it's Houston football! Or did they call him down? Down, the play was back down at the 41-yard line, and that's a loss on the play. Zach Dahl ultimately gets the TFL. Kafusi had the first shot, Zach had the second and tripped him up just enough to force a loss on the play. But again, second and 16. Houston finds themselves behind the sticks. Last time this happened, they got a P.I. on the next play. Kafusi showed good discipline there. He actually came on a blitz, was able to diagnose the reverse and uh, you know make the initial attempt at a tackle. Pistol formation with Toon trailed by Porter. Trips to the left. Settling to throw is Toon, and he throws in the flat to Porter. The pass is incomplete as Harper rocks Porter, and a headbutt by Porter flag on the play, and that's going to back up the Houston Cougars to third down and 31. A dead ball foul on Porter, a headbutt, personal foul, or unsportsmanlike conduct coming against Houston. So Harper did what he was supposed to do. He was lining him up for a hit, but the ball was incomplete. Nothing wrong there, but then Porter goes and headbutts, Houston, uh, Harper helmet to helmet and the flags flew immediately and there shouldn't be this long a discussion about it because Harper's play was legit and now the official field judge is taking a Houston player out of the officials conversation long conversation here Harper put a solid hit on Porter and then Porter headbutted Harper that was after an incomplete pass Here's the call from Kevin Marr, our referee. After the play was over, unsportsmanlike conduct. Offense number 22. That's his first unsportsmanlike foul of the game. 15-yard penalty. The down counts. Second yes, down. Yes, it does. No, the down counts. Third down. Third down and 31. The stick is showing third down. Yep. I think he misset it. I it's th- third down. I think he's going to correct himself here. Correction, third down. So third down, 31 for Houston. And now we got whistles. The previous play is under further review to look at an aspect of targeting. <laughs> he, well, did. he did hit him with his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he led with the crown of his head. Very interesting. So, you know, that, that would, that would, what that would do was take the leading rusher out of the game is what that would do. Kyle Porter has 72 yards on the ground tonight. Yeah, he is. So they, they, threw, it, they threw it to Porter in the flat. Micah Harper hits Porter as the ball goes past him, and some jawing goes on. 
And then Porter decides to pop Harper with a helmet. We'll take a break. We have 621 to play in the third quarter. Houston 20, BYU 14. A review on the field on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Mo Betters broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU fans, you can find your perfect match at Ken Garf Volkswagen in Orem. With an incredible selection and great lease options, you're bound to find the car for you. Ken Garf Volkswagen, we hear you. We heard the official give an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty to Houston moments ago, and they're now reviewing that call for an aspect of targeting, and they're still reviewing well, it. They're reviewing Harper's hit. Oh, Harper's hit for the target. Yes. Really interesting because he made contact, again, and one definition of targeting is leading with the crown of your helmet, which to me it does not look like. He made contact with Porter down like around his stomach area, so it wasn't head-to-head. But there sure is a lot of discussion yeah. going on. Oh, about on Harper replay. leading with the crown of his helmet. Yeah. Yeah. And it did hit him, in the, hit him in the midsection. Now the penalty will still count, but... If you'd give a targeting foul to Harper, it would offset it, and you'd be back to third down and 16, as I recall. It, it, I think that would be, be it would be offsetting 15-yard penalties. I yeah. Nope. Uh, well, one's a live ball and, and one's, one's a, a dead, dead ball. ball. So you could see a first and 25 if the live ball results in a first down for Houston. Which then the you penalize 15, would. and you'd see first and 25. Yeah. And long review. Again, this took the entire time out, and they're still looking at it. The question is, is it is it shoulder yeah. or helmet? And that's yeah. a, that's a I don't know, man. I'm looking, Greg. That, 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 that is shoulder first. Yeah, it, it looks like it's a, like it's a shoulder into the body. The helmet's above the shoulders just by virtue of anatomy, but I don't think it's a, a true target. Yeah, and the other thing I'm looking, and it's his face mask is actually up. Yeah, it's that would be a harsh call. But I, again, I, I've said so many times, it's almost impossible for me to guess properly on these when we think we know what's the judgment's yeah. going to be we're wrong or i'm wrong and the only flag on the play was for the headbutt that came after the hit yeah. in light in live time in real time you don't think target and if you have to look at it this long is it is it really something you can call on byu and and and, and eject a guy from the game what so I think part of the reason why it's taking this long is I think they're going to confirm it targeting and they're trying to figure out the live ball, where was it positioned, what's the time on the clock, all that stuff. If there's one thing we learned from last week about these Big 12 crews is they sure do love deliberating. They are some of the more talkative amongst themselves crews that we that we see on a week-to-week basis. So a 6:21 game clock. We're in the third quarter, Houston 20 and BYU 14. BYU led the game 14-3. to and it's been 17 unanswered points by Houston. And the BYU players in white and royal, the Houston players in white and red still on the field. And the notebook is coming out, I think, which usually means yardage and lines of scrimmage. And, yeah, Kevin Marr remains on the headset. About a five-minute review. They're supposed to take two-minute smacks unless they're game-deciding calls. And the refs have gone well over that for this sequence of events. And, again, in real time, you're not thinking target on Harper. So it was a it was an incomplete pass to the right flat, resulting in all of this. And now we have a call from Kevin Marr. Well, no, we've got a conversation with his back judge. Now the call. After further review, there was targeting on BYU number one. He is disqualified for the remainder of the game. 
That penalty will be enforced 15 yards. Automatic first down. After the play was over, yard penalty by Houston will still be enforced, but it will still be first down. So it's like we said, first and 25. Well, that is one they had to parse and parse and parse some more to kick Micah Harper out of the game. And BYU's lost. While he didn't start tonight, he'd been a starting corner for BYU coming in two tonight. So it gives Houston a first down. Then it backs him up 15 yards. And it should be first down and 25. But the shouldn't that be the case? They're showing first and 10. They gave yardage to Houston for the first down and then backed them up. So first and 10 and only a yardage penalty. The the throw in the left flat to Mulba Carr, and that's good for a first down for 12 yards. So it was indeed first and 10, not first and 25, as it was simply a yardage penalty. And Kavika Fonua is now injured on the play for BYU. So restating the previous sequence of events, Live ball foul on BYU. Moved the ball for Houston first down. Then they backed the Cougars up 15 yards and said first and 10, not first and 25. So 6-11 to play in the third. Injured player down. And we've yet to go to timeout, so we'll stay here. With 6-11 to play in the third, BYU down six. And Kavika Fonua is the latest player to be Knocked from the game for BYU. He's on his back, drops his helmet and his hands to the ground. Yeah, it, it looks like this injury may be a cramp. It, uh, okay. The trainers are working on his calf, pulling that that toe back. Uh, looks, I mean, Kavika's up and walking right now, so it might just be a cramp. Need to get some fluids in him, and he'll be ready to go. Kalani Sitaki, meantime, was out at the hash marks talking to the referee about that last sequence of events, I'm certain. And again, the, the, the dead ball component ended up being a yardage penalty only and resetting the down to first and ten. And then it was soon first and ten again after a 12-yard gain. So currently first and ten at the BYU 48-yard line, and this game is entirely flipped from the opening ten minutes that belonged to the Cougars in blue. The Cougars in red are doing it, doing it again. They were down 17 last week before running away against Tulane. And now they go from down 11 to up 6, currently on 17 straight points. And the BYU fans, and there are a lot of them here, but they haven't had anything to cheer in a couple of hours, really, of real time. These long breaks between the review and the injury timeout have, are not boding well for the offense. Let's take a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU penalized one time in the first half, five times in the first nine minutes of this third quarter. And the penalties particularly punitive. BYU playing defense on a Houston team facing first and ten at the Cougar 48-yard line. Shotgun snap to Clayton Toon. Sets, pivots, reverses his pivot, throws complete. Singleton escaping four Cougars to get three or four more yards out of that. Another first down. 35-yard line of BYU and the gashing of the Cougars continues. 385 yards of offense so far for Houston. 545. 
remaining in the third. No Kairos Tonga and no dominant D from previous weeks against the best team BYU's seen so far this year. But a game that started so promisingly has devolved. Yet, still a one-score game. Pistol, handoff, Mulba Carr measures his way and takes a shoulder to the chops after a run of two to the right side. Brackenell Bakery first in on the tackle to hold him up before the backer would finish him off. It's a gain of one is all. Maybe two to second and eight. 5.15 to go and now the clock is Houston's ally. The score shows Houston leading by six. Again, hope is far from lost for BYU, but lack of ability to move the ball on offense. And penalty after penalty has derailed BYU here in quarter number three. And they needed to be strong and sharp. BYU brings four on the run middle. Oh, man. And Kyle Porter gets second level on second and eight. He got six of them. So third down, long two, maybe three for Houston. Keenan Peely, another tackle for the Cougars. Really let him off the hook there. After being so stout on the first down run, they allowed a crease for seven yards on second. They tempo it, and the handoff is good for a first down. On third and three, just between the tackles for four. Porter's not a particularly big back. Um, he's, uh, he, you know, he's a sub-six-foot guy. He's, not, he's great at finding these small creases. But no compunction about running on third and three. Just go and run, and they got four. A play fake, a set, and a fire. They go for the end zone, and it is just beyond the outstretched arms of Nathaniel Dell, incomplete at the right pylon. Second down and 10 from the BYU 24, but Houston is in position to make this a two-score game. 20-14, to 4-12 to play in the third. Clock stops on the incompletion, and BYU platooning on defense, and that's been the order of the night. A lot of guys have played on D for BYU. Houston nearing 400 yards in total offense. BYU has been held to half of its total game number almost at the end of the third. Toon, shotgun, Porter to his right hip, twins either side. Looks to the sideline, tells the center to chill. Play clock down to five. Signal made by Toon, Porter goes left hip. Play clock at one. Chest high snap to Toon. Surveys right, surveys middle, takes off right. Scrambling toward the far sideline, throws on the run. It is caught, but is he out of bounds? Inbounds, a foot down, a great grab at the eight-yard line by Bryson Smith. Highlight reception for Houston. That was something. High and to the sideline, and Smith gets a foot down. This would be real interesting. Yeah, they got to challenge this. I don't. Oh, yeah. I think it, it, yeah. the first look is toes are in. The only question is, are the toes on the paint at the boundary? But great job to get a foot down. The foot got down. Did it get down inbounds? And they'll take a look at this and review this one. Tremendous job by Bryson Smith, who ends up five yards out of bounds after he makes the catch. And again, Toon and his receivers connecting time and again on great plays. Highlight play this one. And is a toe down inbounds? Yes, yeah. by a bunch. That's a first down, and that's first down and goal. And Houston, with a run of 17 straight points, can add to that run here. Clayton Toon is now 20 for 24 for 307. Two scores, no picks. And two of his four incompletions are intentional spike throwdowns to the ground. So he's had really only two misconnections all night. His passer rating is 218.3. BYU's just been sliced and diced by Houston tonight defensively. BYU's been on the field a lot. They've seen a lot of snaps run against them. 21 more plays run by Houston than BYU tonight. BYU has only run 35 plays 
to Houston's 56. And we're near the end of the third quarter. 3.52 to go in the third. Houston's up by a score of 20-14. to 14. And Bryson Smith is set first and goal for UH. After further review, the ruling on the field is confirmed. First down. Located on University Parkway in Orem, Ken Garf Honda of Orem is ready to give all of our friends and neighbors a great car buying experience. So come visit our store today. BYU will likely require a stirring fourth quarter comeback to keep an undefeated season alive. Houston is on a roll. Clayton Toon, shotgun handoff Porter. BYU may need to force a turnover to keep this thing where they need it as Toon is strung out to the far area, as Porter is strung out to the far sideline and knocked out of bounds by Isaiah Heron at the five. Again, to the five, second and goal from the five, gain of three. That run right there, I know it was a small gain of three, but it's a microcosm of how the defense have been. Two guys had their shot at Adam. Earl Mariner had a shot, and Troy Warner had a shot. Both of them at or behind the line of scrimmage could not bring him down, and he's able to get three yards on the edge of the defense. BYU's scoring has gone down in every game this season from one through five. It's a troubling trend now with Houston on the verge of adding to a six-point lead. Great pressure by Udo, and he lets Toon escape. Toon to the right, Toon to the middle. Toon with a dive and a score, a touchdown for Clayton Toon. After he was almost caught in the backfield for a sack, he stepped out of it, and he steps in for six, and Houston continues to pull away from BYU. 26-14, to 3.05 to go. In quarter number three. They're going to go for two. To make it 28-14. Just, I mean, you can understand coming on a blitz, you're hot, you're maybe losing a little bit out of control, but then, you know, then Max Tooley gets juked and Isaiah Kafusi gets juked at the line of scrimmage. There's just really poor tackling all around by this BYU defense amidst a myriad of other problems that Houston has caused for this BYU defense tonight. Clayton Toon is in shotgun in an empty backfield on a two-point try. Toon has it incomplete and intercepted by George Udo at the goal line. So the two-point conversion no good. And Houston will kick it away. 26 to 14. BYU's down 12. The Cougars down two scores for the first time this season. 3.05 to go in the third quarter. Yep, and with this offensive series coming up for the offense, um, one thing to note uh, Gunnar Romney was in the tent earlier. Uh, I mean, it would have been probably about 15 minutes ago, and so he has been not really working out um, that hamstring yet. We'll kind of monitor his progress, but he is getting that hamstring tended to. Um, It looks like he is going to come back to the game uh, and finish out this game, but um, could be something to watch from an injury perspective. Mitchell Juergens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Well, it's been more than two hours of real time, clock time, like the, like the the watch on your arm time. It's been more than two hours since BYU scored a point. And this is a BYU team that's been scoring points better than almost any team in the country. And they cannot get untracked against Houston. BYU's gone from 55 to scoring 48 to scoring 45 to scoring 27 to tonight scoring 14. Touchback on the kickoff by... Witherspoon uh, by Bubba Raxa, and it'll be 25-yard line for BYU. Yeah, the Cougars scored their second touchdown 10 minutes into the first quarter. 
And we're now three minutes to go in the third quarter. And the Cougars' score stayed at 14. It was 14-3 at one point, 23 straight for Houston. If there was ever a time to string together a touchdown scoring drive, well, now is that time. Confidence has to be restored. The Cougars are on the verge of losing a shot at this game. Center James Empey re-injured out of the game. Joe Tukuafu will give a shotgun snap to Zach Wilson. He pulls it away from Algier on the right side. Pau'u makes the catch, but on his turn-up field, he stumbles and falls at the 43. It is a gain of 18 for a first down. Javarius Owens knocked down Pau'u. Neal has three catches on his matchup against Owens. you got to exploit. When you're getting majority man coverage, you got to find those matchups and exploit them. Shotgun snap, Zach. Holds it at his belly, is chased out of the pocket, and dumps it off to Mason Wake. Make the catch, a first down, 50, 40, hurdle, of course. And he's upended at the 38-37 yard line. Javarius Owens on the tackle. You knew that was coming when Mason got an open field. Most definitely. Here BYU's hurt. I like the hurry to tempo. Uh, and, of course, a, a Houston player's down with an injury. I like the tempo because you got to get uh, – you, you mentioned it's been two hours since they scored a point. It's been probably 30-plus minutes since the BYU offense has been back on the field between the targeting review and the other replays. Um but as they're tending to a Houston Cougar. It doesn't look like they're taking it to break. But I really like you got to put the ball in the hands of your best player. Zach Wilson is your best player. They did on those first two drives, allowing him to just line up in tempo and run your base plays and make quick decisions is probably the best chance for this BYU offense to get, get this team back in the game. Peyton Turner, who has the game's only sack for Houston, is the player down. They're stretching out his left leg. BYU trying to get back in this one, and they can do it in a hurry. I mean, they get in the end zone here. It's going to be a five-point game and, and a whole quarter left to play. So plenty of time, and although a lot of work is to be done, it's starting to get done on this drive for BYU. And Peyton Turner's fine. He's going to jog off the field but miss it down. So 38-yard line of Houston is the spot after the wake reception. 19-yard catch and run. The fans, the BYU fans, are trying to get a BYU chant going. 38-yard line of UH. BYU goes trips to the right. Pau'u, Milne, and Cosper. Gunnar Romney not in the game. It's Isaac Rex flexed wide left. Quiet night for Gunnar, and he appears to have hurt himself tonight in some way. Wilson, a pump, a set, a fire. Milne is open. Dax makes the catch. 10-5 near the pylon. Didn't get there. Did not get there, but he's at the one-yard line. First and goal for BYU. Dax Milne's big night continues. Another century mark night for Dax. That's the kind of leadership and inspiration you need from your – I mentioned you got to put the ball in the hands of your best players. Great throw by Zach. Great job by Dax. That's as open as I've seen a wide receiver all night. Even on, Zach, on Dax's first catch, that was a contested catch and run after it. He was able to make a move on the defensive back and get wide open for Zach to set up the first and goal from the one. BYU's had some short yardage struggles, but you have to score a touchdown. Imperative that a touchdown be scored. You're at the one-yard line. First and goal. BYU's in shotgun. They motion Milne. They keep with Zach Wilson. Zach is stood up and dropped. Did not get in. Stays at the one-yard line. Maybe backed up a little bit. We haven't seen... A ton of that this year for BYU near the goal line. And I actually do, after not having success being under in the jumbo formation, I actually do like getting into spread formation, but 
you, it's hard to run QB power with a quarterback that's not very comfortable in that scenario. Loss of one to the two. Now to Ibax. Second and goal from the two. And they've rotated out of Ibax to unbalanced left. And the throw is left. Inside screen. Caught and scored by Dax Mill. Touchdown Cougars. On the wide receiver screen. For the second time tonight, it's Dax Mill. That's the kind of creativity that I, you know, and look, tremendous. They had to cash in there, which they did, but they started in a jumbo set. They shifted to an unbalanced to the right and then had a quick motion in wide receiver screen. Again, putting the ball in the hands of who has been your best playmaker tonight, Dax Mill, who broke a tackle. He actually was, uh, the defender actually had his hands on him in the backfield, broke a tackle, was able to get across the goal line. Great play call, great execution, great playmaking by Dax Mill. Snap to Rico. The kick from Oldroyd is up and splits the uprights. BYU makes it a five-point game, 26-21, with 53 seconds to go in quarter number three. So the wide receiver screen inside on the left, the same play on which the Romney brothers combined for a touchdown last year at Utah State, brings BYU within five. So BYU's down five, and we remember, Riley, the six-point swing. BYU in position for a field goal late in the first half. Attempted instead to get into the end zone on a fourth down. Did not get the three. And ended up giving up three the other way to end the half for Houston. So a six-point swing and now a five-point game. We'll call that Dax Milne touchdown catch. Our finish of the game. Brought to you by the BYU Bachelor of General Studies. It's the finish of the game. Be a finisher and learn more at bgs.byu.edu. Dax Milne, career night, six catches, 143 yards and two touchdowns. Those are receiving touchdowns two and three on the year for Dax. And career touchdown number six. Marcus Jones and Bryson Smith, they go onside, and the Cougars have recovered the onside kick. 12 yards upfield. Talmadge Gunther on the recovery of the onside kick. The Cougars go onside, down five, and get momentum back. Add to momentum late in the third quarter. Finally, Greg, after two hours, like you said, of what felt like a dead stadium, now everyone in blue. Everyone is everyone in blue is on their feet and making noise. It was one of those quick pooch kicks. Houston was, they had their closest defender. Obviously, you got to give them 10 yards. Their closest was 15 yards down the field. And Oldroyd comes up and just pops it all the way out to the wide the, the wide um, guy on the kickoff coverage, the guy closest to the sideline, and he caught it uncontested. Talmadge Gunther with the catch, as you already stated, Greg. What a time for the recovery on the onside kick. With 50 seconds to go in the third, the BYU fans on their feet here at TDECU Stadium. And Zach Wilson's in the gun. Zach on the down and in. It's complete to Milne. Another first down. He got 11 on first and 10 and just passed the 10-yard line to gain. But do move the sticks. A 10-yard gain for Dax. 153 yards being down for in Milne. the zone is a real thing, Greg, and Dax is in the zone. If I'm Zach, look, you got to do what's right in the read. Don't force it to him, but every chance you get, get this guy the ball. He's playing like a man possessed tonight. The 44 of Houston now. Wilson shotgun. BYU down five. A thigh-high snap. A dump off on the screen to Algier. He's got the 40. He's got the first down at the 35 and a step out. So back-to-back 10-yard gains, and the Cougars are fired up. So to their fans... 
And BYU moves the sticks again to the 33 of Houston, first and 10. 14 seconds to go in the third. BYU's down 26-21, but driving after a brilliantly executed onside kick to get the ball back after a tremendous touchdown scoring drive capped by Dax Milne. That'll be the final play of quarter number three. BYU down five on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.